0: All right, children, welcome to another very special episode of the Lemon Squeeze. I am so happy to have someone so near and dear to my heart. We literally came up together in this drag scene. I mean, seriously, y'all, my special guest today is my dear sister and friend, the legendary Mother of the House star, Julia Starr. Mm-hmm. Well, wow. Thank you for having me. Yes, Welcome. And of course, you know I got my my co-host in. I got Lady and I have oh, Mysterio in the house. In the building. <laughs> all right, y'all. We can. We have to start this off very juicy as always. Julia, I mean, you, how many? You've been doing drag for how many years now?
1: So, if you want to count the hooking, um, maybe like thirteen.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> in all honesty, stage performance. Um, I would say probably twelve, maybe thirteen. Well, I've been doing it for a very long time. We kind of grew up in the same, like, like era. And yeah. Time. Yeah. And so it's been a long time.
0: So outside of drag, you know, tell us more about Julia. Tell us more about Tony.
1: So Julia and Tony. Okay, so we're very similar in many aspects. I actually grew up in the fashion scene before I did drag. Mm-hmm. Um, I came out in drag for pride when I was 17 years old. Mm. The dress that I had made, I spotted paint on it, studded it, it, just did different techniques with it. Walked out, looked everyone's like, oh my god, that Gaga. I'm like, no, girl, and she's like, no god. An Asian Gaga. I would live for. Don't get me wrong. Um, they would just come up to me like, oh, we you do this, we're this. I ran into somebody, her name is Mackenzie Labot. She literally was just like, Where did you get your dress? And I was just like, Oh, I made it. And she's like, Would you ever want to do fashion week? And I'm like, <laughs> like, like literally still in high school. <laughs> I don't
0: <laughs> Oh wow, that's incredible though.
1: Yeah, I guess. And she was like, well, let me have you sign paperwork. Did Fashion Week. It was called Couture Noir. Uh-huh. Um, uh, um, Samantha Ray was there. Um, she was on uh, um, a season of uh, Project Runway.
2: Oh.
1: And so, like, getting to work with all these designers was just so amazing. And then I kind of transferred to drag because it was kind of like the same aspect mm-hmm. of, like, the artistry. Mm-hmm. Or, like Say, like, the 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 elements of drag. Mm-hmm. Like, you can create costumes. You can do your makeup. You can, like have a stage presence. You can like, you know what I mean? Like, so going into that was a lot more found. I was more found into it because like, it was everything that I wanted to do to begin with other than just fashion.
0: Oh, interesting. I see. I didn't even know that. No. Well, they explains so much, you know, because I'm, I'm going to tell you something in Minneapolis, you are probably one of the most fashionable drag queens. Very Drag mm -hmm. performance, like for real. I don't think even, I don't think. I've seen like your drag aesthetic anywhere else other than like maybe drag race. And I can probably say a lot of them, no matter what they say, be looking on your page and that part. Looks highly. And that. that tailoring. So, of course, you know. I have to make sure I make this interview as wonderful because I want your voice to be heard 100%. And one of my things that I am like impressed about with you is that you've been very vocal about like uh, Asian rep- representation mm-hmm. here in this community. Um, so far as like you've even put together your own show right now, along with uh, Maria, correct? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, tell us more about that.
1: Yeah. Um, so when I first started doing Drive, there wasn't really that many Asian. Individuals who presented themselves in the scene. That's there, true. Was Keilani, mm-hmm. there was and there was, why am I forgetting um, Mal- um, what's
0: her name? A Manila. Manila, Manila, yeah, yeah.
1: That scares me. You got
0: a contact. Huh? <laughs>
1: so, like, those were the only individuals that I saw. And then, like, they started to fade out and then I became the only one Mm -hmm. and so it it did feel kind of like lonely to be like okay there's no one I can relate to there's no one that have I mean obviously and you. yeah we love anime we love this we love that but there was no one like me yeah so like having that hardship of like literally going through that and being like being told oh what impersonation are you gonna be doing because like that we were in that era of impersonations so like everyone would look at me like oh what are you gonna do like Lucy Liu like Margaret Cho and I'm like
0: yeah Wong Dolly, (laughs) yeah,
1: and so like it was kind of hard because like to navigate through that and like figure out like one who you really are as one a person in a queer space as a person of color and like presenting yourself
2: to Mm -hmm.
3: to
1: find some relation in other human beings. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it just was a little lonely at first, but nowadays like it's it's so nice to see that there's so many more other people like me that um, represent themselves in many aspects of the queer community and likes you don't
0: get that, like you, I think, I don't think I got. I mean, I don't think I got it, like back in. The- no, it, you right? definitely are not lying. Like you, we definitely work shows where I'm not going to lie. Like I think people were as, weren't as sensitive to what they would say back in the day, so they would say a lot of things that I didn't think was appropriate. And I agree with you. Why did you always have to be a Susie Wong or somebody like that? Mm-hmm. Why couldn't you be a Dolly Parton or Whitney Houston? Okay. Like, yeah, why couldn't it be like the multiverse of drag, honey? Come on. But, <laughs> But of course times have changed and we've gotten better, which brings me to like, you've created a show and I'm telling y'all, I'm so excited. Can you tell everyone?
1: So Roots and Rouse is um, Maria and I are working together. She's Mm. providing food, she's helped organize a lot of things too as well. Um, And it's essentially just like a community of um, AAPI individuals coming together, experiencing each other and also being able to express themselves by people who Want to invite themselves into our space
0: oh that's wonderful and so
1: like i think it's important to um one present this show because there hasn't been really a show that really represents us true nothing that mm-hmm. that's like catered to one thing like oh you have to do this or do that um it's more so just like just be yourself and come as yourself and like some of the entertainers come up to me and they're like oh should i be doing an age number like girl do whatever the fuck you <laughs> like asian american you could do whatever like if you're from overseas and you came here like do whatever you want that you feel comfortable with because this is going to be a safe space for everybody and Mm. people that are coming want to see you be you
0: that's going to be incredible and
1: that's something i never had so to have this kind of show is so it's a beautiful thing in itself because now people can have that experience Mm -hmm. and have that beauty where people can now all like come see somebody and
0: have them represent themselves and like really feel value because you, you know <laughs> right, and that's gonna be January the January 20th. okay, mm-hmm. fabulous no I'm a b you ain't lying the food, and you know, I love to shop the vendors, right. yeah, I'm definitely excited Barry. to buy some stuff um also like i'm gonna you know, I have to be candid with you, my sister, like um, what do you think about? minneapolis right now the drag scene the community like as a whole what do you think about it
1: i think the drag and entertainment scene right now in the community is kind of really torn in many aspects a lot of people are looking at i mean this is all obviously a human nature thing Mm -hmm. everyone is always going to look at somebody else and want what they have Mm -hmm. and right now people are not looking outside of that element and really looking outside of themselves like oh maybe this is for a bigger purpose maybe this is something but you know what i mean they're always just like me 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 me." Mm. and i also think it's a generational thing honestly yeah to me it's a generational thing where um now we're coming into a period of drag and artistry where it's everywhere Mm -hmm. and so anyone and everyone like rupaul rupaul drag race like everyone can do drag yes but not everyone can entertain not everyone can grab an audience say it one can be on stage true and present themselves and so that's a major point to me right now when people are just like I'm why am I not enough it's not that you're not enough it's just that you need to get at a point to this artistry this is an artistry like and yes it's open to everything and many things and many whatever you want to call it but it's just like at the end of the day you also have to entertain
2: you mm-hmm.
1: also have to engage an audience you also have to have a, like some source of personnel that grasps people mm-hmm. surface level if you just go on stage and you're just like you could be fabulous looking. You could be like the most gorgeous thing on the planet, but just like, right.
3: Blank face. <laughs> blank face. He's trying to say yeah. blank face.
1: You Literally. don't have a stage presence. And that's just a major component to to me, in my, in my opinion, is if you don't have that, like you're not ready for it. And that's our job to try to guide individuals to that. Like, mm-hmm, there's also mm-hmm. elements that you have to take accountable to when it comes to this artistry. Because yes, you
0: can again be so fabulous and whatever. and not be really good. Yeah, yeah. Which bring also like, do you think that like all the shows? Because I love create. I love that there are new shows being created right now. But do you personally think? Because this is my opinion. I'll say this for my listeners. Y'all know I'm very outspoken on this. I think some of the shows that are created are also giving a bad message when it comes to our artistry all of our artistry Mm -hmm. as a whole about who can be on the stage and who is not meant for it doesn't mean Mm -hmm. the drag is bad but that some people shouldn't be before what do you think about like that
1: i think like there's like an issue not i wouldn't say an issue but there's a almost like a pattern of having everyone invited to the table and then like not understanding that this is an artistry and an art form that has to be taken serious and like you know what I mean you have to have some source of yeah respect to the theatrics if you will like mm-hmm. almost like the stage presence you know what I mean mm-hmm. um and people kind of like lose that cuz now they're just like oh i'm just i'm just going to go out there and then it kind of i wouldn't say it lessens the idea of what drag or entertainment is it just now everyone can do
0: and it kind of exactly. it kind of lowers the value and I try to say this to a lot of people like without being rude to them it lowers the value if you if you're telling me you're trying to make drag a career you don't realize what you're what bad you're doing to our community when you create all these different shows and like you said let everybody see it at the table which you got a right to but that does not mean that you're going to be able to keep an audience yep. or people engaged in you on stage which hurts like real legit shows because I mean, let's just keep it real. Drag Race has set a new standard. So I think instead of going below that, we should be setting our bar a little bit higher, even in our communities. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I do personally think some of the shows do hurt, you know, everything that we have done for so long um, in
3: One of my questions actually for you, Julia, was going to be how much do you feel that drag as it's presented in the media and in social media affects our community here mm. Like directly, like, do you feel like a lot of the drag here is only just what people see? Like you touched on it earlier. You're like, people see each other and they say, oh, that's hot. How do I get that for myself? But is that work the same way with like images we see online or shows that we watch?
1: I mean, 100%. I think um, media always has an influence in everybody's lives. And um, I think, I don't know, it gives a very high standard. Yeah, Like, like in, in any industry that you go into
3: I guess what I'm asking more Is like do you think there May be a lack of individuality Or freshness in our community
1: Um yes and mm. no I can see that in many circumstances. Even like knowing fashion Girl nothing's fresh anymore mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just being so well known Every silhouette has been done mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm.
1: Single, like even Like fabrication mm-hmm. So like it's like how do you become more out there without losing your integrity of your own character and your own aesthetic where like it's i feel like it's almost impossible
3: Mm. because you look at these
1: images it's like when you're looking at models Mm -hmm. you're looking at magazines this it's of such a high expectation that it's like not always going to be achievable for every individual because it's not for them
2: yeah Mm -hmm. yes i agree with that 100 and i mean i mean to Go off what you said, Mysterio. It's like, I don't think many people are even asking themselves, oh, I see what you have. How can I get that? I think a lot of the issue we're having, too, is there's like a sense of entitlement of like, (laughs) I see what you have and I also deserve that, (laughs) you know, which is not wrong. I think the process in which you go about navigating and trying to get that is where we're running into issue of like some of us will sit down and learn how to sew. And, you know, or reach out for critiques on makeup or whatnot. I mean, I was one of them. I wasn't the best makeup artist when I started. But a lot of my face, I took from you. Watching Nocturna, sitting at the brunches, watching Tigra, watching Mother. And figured out what worked for my face. But I don't feel like many people are taking, being like, you know, I see what Julia has. I want to achieve that too. Let me figure out how to do that for myself. You know, it's just rather they're going, I see what Julia has, and I deserve that too, because I know how to put my lashes on. <laughs> you know, I can walk with <laughs> some stripper heels. Say it.
1: <laughs> it's very privileged. It's, uh, I wouldn't say entitled, it's very privileged because again, yeah. time though, people are so privileged to have all this information.
0: Mm-hmm. No, we yeah. don't. Know mm-hmm. What to do?
1: <laughs> very in, like intimate moments with like. Tommy rocks with yeah. like, you know, all these,
0: these sunny delight, all these good, yeah, beautiful performers. Yeah.
1: They would sit down and teach you be like, well, mm-hmm. Tommy rocks. Tell me, girl, why are you wearing Sephora? And I was like, ah, cause that's the only thing I got. <laughs> 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 it's, just like, it's stuff like that. We had those intimate moments. with because mm-hmm. We didn't really have social media, but nowadays we're, we're, we're so privileged to have social media to learn things quicker and like have those moments where you can have, do it by yourself. Whereas yeah. Us we had to literally sit down with somebody and be like, Hey, how do you do this? <laughs>
0: yeah, I always will say, like, you know, regardless of what, you know, Nina was back in the day, and I love you, Nina, I'm not saying that I appreciate that like as tough as she was on us, we still were rewarded for our good works. And it was she was honest. You know, if we didn't look good, we didn't look good. And it was helpful. And we did, like, want, like you said earlier, like, we did want what they had, but we went about it a different way. How we just wanted to become easy. as good or better than them without underhanding them. Like, exactly. that's the one thing I do miss, like, the ownership of, like, positioning. Like, you know, I worked hard to get where I'm at. But not only did I work hard, because a lot of people say that, oh, I work hard. I've been doing drag six years. Okay great mm-hmm. but do you look like a six-year-old entertainer like have you improved and done a, and went through all the steps and have you like taken the criticisms and the feedback it's different yeah. we were so different when we were coming up
1: yeah i think that i, I do love the brutal honesty I and mean, mm-hmm. honestly it's the old school dragness of like reading of like, mm-hmm. like, oh,
2: like you know, <laughs> literally, some
1: truth and honesty behind it but there was also the one thing that this community lacks is that connection Mm -hmm. Have connections with those people. It's okay. That is so true. Yeah. Sometimes it's hard not to to get that from some random. Exactly. Okay. That leads me
3: actually into my next question. Do you feel like our community, our drag community here, is click ish? I'm
2: so glad you asked that question. That's a really good
1: question. Let's
2: get into it. Mm -hmm.
1: Yes, in many aspects, people can be clicky. However, I can understand why people are clicky because. When you find relations in other people mm-hmm. like of course you're going to be more like oh i'm going to go to this these group of people because these are the people that understand people. Mm-hmm. birds just, of a feather like, clicky. but from outside perspective people could see that being as lucky because yeah. i've had many uh, people young baby queens coming up to me like oh how do i do this How do, I do this and you see people like having friendships and having these connections within the community the queer community when they're like the outsiders so they see it as like oh this is clicky they're clicking there they're clicking this i'm like Yes and no. You have to understand, like, these are mm-hmm. people that have had years of, like, confining each other. And mm-hmm. also, like, under- they understand each other. I, I, yes and no.
2: Okay. No, definitely. And, I, you know, I mean, one of the things that I, I was raised on is that, like, if you want to be successful, surround yourself with like-minded people. Yeah. Right? It, not only man. surround yourself with like-minded people, but as you were saying, like, these are my. this is my safe space. Like, when I first moved up here, I did not feel welcomed at Saloon. And even now, I only really come out when there are other princesses like Yusi or Gadi out because then I know that I am welcomed in that space to some capacity. Not saying that I, don't, I feel that way now, but I think there's, an under, there's a lack of understanding and or appreciation of what that means to individuals that are that do have those groups. Mm. That it's like, okay, well, now I can't breathe without it being an issue. Um, but that does take me to what my question was. You are the uh, mother of the house of Star. You know, Priscilla, Frozan, Oblivia, Gelato, Stardust, Ellie. You know, no. I've had many mornings of Gelato waking me up in that house. I love it. I no, no, I love it. I was saying that at the house the other day. I was like, I miss Gelato just waking me up. (laughs) I do miss seeing Gelato, but um. So you you know you've experienced the dynamic of drag motherhood, gay motherhood, and what that's like. How has that changed you, or or uh, uh, aided you in your career, whether it be a benefit sometimes or you kind of a con as an artist? And then how do you think that has positioned you today as one of the leaders and elders in the community?
1: Um, honestly, so. The first question, can you remind me? (laughs) No, yeah, the first question
2: was, motherhood as a drag mother, a gay mother, how has that changed you, benefited you, or been to your detriment as an artist? Um,
1: I think it's changed me a lot, because it made me realize that I can find relations in other people, and um, find common grounds with people. Um, I was always a loner. I was like, I'm just going to be by myself, do this, do that. Um, Especially when... um, I think I got closer to my drag kids ever since um uh Libra Lude um had passed away. So having being like a mother, I know you know this too very it's very close to your heart as well. Um <clears throat> being a mother means a lot to me because it's able it's it's giving it giving me opportunity to um help people grow in many aspects of not only just drag but them themselves. I the, the thing for me is I see a lot of myself and some people, especially my drag kids, where I'm just like Oh my god! Like, what do you need help with? I'm always just like, oh, like, what do you need help? I'm always giving myself to people, and that's a double-edged sword within itself. <laughs> yeah. Um. Th- th- so seeing myself in them, like, really helps me, um, become this like, I wouldn't say I don't like drag mother, yeah, maybe like role model. I don't know. Icon. <laughs>
3: Celebrity. <laughs>
1: But yeah, it's it's more of a mentorship and mm-hmm. um, being able to like give my skills that I have achieved and I've done myself and give it to them and pass it on to them is kind of rewarding and see how they turn it out for themselves is really fun too. Yeah, it is mm-hmm. definitely
0: rewarding. I agree with you one hundred percent. And also, it's like nice to see you know, like I think my Camille is probably my most ambitious director, <laughs> and I always say I think she stresses herself out. But I, for me, I remember like. I was doing that too back in the day. I had like a job, you know, mm-hmm. full-time jobs and was doing shows Tuesday through Sunday. And I would go home and I would cry about it and I would do it all over again.
1: Uh, girl, I remember those. <laughs> I was having full-time jobs, like two jobs. Mm. And do drive. I still oh can't. Oh, my do God, work. girl. I, do I don't know how you did that. And nowadays I'm just like, we're doing drag full-time
0: drive. Right now I'm like, <laughs> now. But see, that's because we're Asian. Now we're like, Okay. I'm ready to have more off days. (laughs) But yeah, it's like, I think the pleasure of the joy of being a drag mother is like having so much experience. And when they really need you to be there for them, you already like know Mm -hmm. the answers. And it makes me respect my mom too and how she had to raise me as a parent. So it is definitely a gift. I agree with Mm -hmm. that. I totally agree. To drag moms. The drag true, moms everywhere. True. drag, drag mom. moms. <laughs> because let me get... Let's let's call it out, honey. Some of y'all drag parents... Is your best friend. Quotation. Yeah, are your friends and y'all not ready to be drag parents. Drag parents don't compete against their drag children. Mm-hmm. I've never seen it. I don't know where it comes from. I, I, I've never felt the need to compete against my kids. I, I think that's like so bogus. <laughs> it
1: is bogus. Why would... Okay, so if you think of it this way, like someone who has achieved so much and like has so much experience and then someone who has such little experience.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. It's like I would hope my children would be like better than me and surpass me. So it's to me it makes me happy on the inside mm-hmm. that I contributed to that. Yes. But like compete And <laughs> and also like let's just clarify for the listeners is like I think when we're
2: talking about compete, it's the jealousy, the sort of the need to be better. Yeah. Not compete like in like competitions or whatnot because you know you know what i mean i think well, yeah parents compete against their kids in, in competition, yeah. and like pageants and whatnot yeah. because i think a lot of true drag parents as we said is just glad that that crown made it to the house yeah you know and so we're talking about like the jealousy and or need to be better than you are you already have so much more we see do. a
0: lot of it in the community we do but no, that's it. not a lie that you are not lying. I'm not going to say any names. <laughs> not that kind of episode.
2: But you know, it happens. Um, but to, to, the next, to the other part of the question is, like, how do you think that has, like, positioned you as a leader now in the community? Because I'm going to be honest, like, when I came out, I think Genevieve was the first drag person, I, a drag performer I'd ever seen. And then it was you. And then it was Nocturna. And I remember y'all are what got me to come out to Saloon even when I didn't feel it. Cause I was like, I, I, don't, I don't see them anywhere else. You know, I'm not from here. I have no family. So you've been very much a part of like a formative part of the beginning of my drag career. So seeing you now, how does that?
1: Well, in many aspects it made me believe in what I am made for. And that means a lot to me in many aspects. Cause like I, again, was not presented no one was like me so like having that feeling of no one was like me in a space where I'm already no one's uh, no one understands me mm-hmm. and forcing myself into space particularly the saloon with Genevieve and I like literally made more people feel comfortable being present in this space
0: so true
3: and mm-hmm. very true
1: something that was like that woke me up a little bit like hey you actually have a lot more power than what you think and I get scary with power because I think with power, just comes a great responsibility. Yes. Where where have <laughs> I heard that like before? <laughs> in, in reality, that's real.
0: That's, mm-hmm. so, real. that's so, true. So, so
1: much responsibility. And I didn't really realize that until like later on, until I realized, okay, like by being present in this space, allows other people to be present in the space. Mm-hmm. It allows people to be comfortable being present. Because like, at the end of the day, we're going to back them up. We're going to back the people up versus...
0: yeah very yeah so what do you think about like you know how do you feel? Because you created Hot Pink, like you, Genevieve, and Nocturne at the time created Hot Pink to make shows more inclusive for people of color. Mm-hmm. I mean, I keep saying call that out, honey, because that's what it was. Yep, it was supposed to be a show for people of color. And I'm, I'm, and I know a lot of people like, well, what about everybody? No, in Minneapolis, I will point out that me and Julia came up in a time where Saloon did not have drag, uh, Lush was not, well, they were around, but they did not have drag. So it was like literally the gay 90s and townhouse. But when you looked at the setup of shows, the only show you had of color at the time was Ebony. That was at the townhouse. But every other show was majority white. So it was amazing to see a show, fast forward to the future, created for people of color. Mm -hmm. How do you feel, because you're no longer doing the show, how do you feel about something that you created not being in your possession anymore.
1: Um, I think, okay. So it was hard for me to come into the realization of like, oh, this is no longer mine, however it is.
0: Yeah. I thought so, yeah. <laughs>
1: like, at the end of the day, like we, at the end of the day, we did try to make a safe space for everybody. And at the end of the day, we tried to give more opportunities for it. Mm-hmm. That is still hopefully being continued. I know for a fact it is, um, like mm-hmm. Priscilla is now going to, is um, yeah, it, I love Priscilla. Yes, yeah. Big show producers, um, Karma, Jeannie, Andre 1000, Shaya. And Shaya. Yeah. So, like, I really, I, I, when when we kind of took that separation, I just was very vocal. I was like, please do not change the integrity of this show. Mm-hmm. This is the only thing that I asked for that you do not change that because that is the importance of what the show was built on. Like, mm-hmm. like, we wanted our shows to be ex- like 80% BIPOC, the rest is the. It's whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. We because again we came to a time where majority of shows were run by
0: occasion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Like again, minorities were tokenized, so we're just like just like a trinkle here. And there. So
0: true. You know? I'm glad you called that part. <laughs> it's, it's,
1: it's it's real, and I know even like Nina D'Angelo back in the day actually had a very diverse cast.
0: She did, and I will say that for all the shows because it was Geneva, Genevieve, Victoria Gotti, Shamika, um. Uh, I think uh, Genevieve told me I forget DC Russell. C. C. Russell, legendary like that. That is so true. That's true. She
1: really gave like she really gave that, and I was like, I'm glad that she did that. And um, I think if now more than now, I'm out more than ever, um, having the show still be presented as it is for Hot Pink. Mm-hmm. Just, that's all that matters. And I'll leave it at that. They can fix whatever needs to be fixed. Yeah. they can deal. With right. The rest of the deal. I did my work, <laughs> and, right. and I still have mine in my car. <laughs> so I, guess, I think
0: you did, I think from what I've seen uh, the, they pretty much kept the show the way you all set it up. Yeah. So, job well done. Very very. The incredible. message definitely was received. I mean, my first booking at Saloon
2: was hot pink yeah. during during the pandemic. Like when we had the tables and you had to sit there and come earlier, reserve a table type situation, the runway, like I mean, Hot Pink brought a lot of us that are now, you know, stepping into positions of power andor, you know, running on our own, not on our training reels nah. you know. You know, a lot of us started because of y'all, if we're going to be real.
0: Yeah, you de- you definitely done a lot for the community. Um, And I and I have to give a huge, huge shout out to my sister, Genevieve. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of us came up under Genevieve, those youngins that don't know. <laughs> Genevieve actually helped a lot of us, Mercedes, Iman, Diamond, Julia Starr, and myself to grow in the drag industry. Genevieve, to me, was the beacon of light at the Gay 90s. And I'll say that for me. Like, yes, 100%. and you, you know me. I was a very excited, for lack of better words, I was a very excitable drag queen back in the... <laughs> at that fire. All, all the way out, honey. I did not mess around. Mm-hmm. And my sister told me, like, if you sis is if if this is how you're gonna do it girl you're not gonna make it far and she taught me how to fight without using my fist or my words so I appreciate her for that so shout out to you mm-hmm. and she is definitely a legend in the twin cities I don't care what nobody say honey she is always yeah anyway yes we're gonna keep it going now we have to have some fun yeah drag race uh season sixteen uh, I Julia I'm not gonna lie girl I wanted to see you on this show so bad I mean, you're not are you not trying out anymore?
1: I think this is my last one and then we'll see.
0: We'll it. see what happens. Mm-hmm. I hope you you like out of all people and I would love to see anybody from Minneapolis make it. No shade. Like I would like, love to see at each point if Dreg please somebody from the Midwest from Minneapolis, there's a lot of it, talent here.
3: It always feels like that we're being skipped over because every season you see there's people from other cities and it's like we're right here. It's like we do so much drag here. You haven't chose a single person. It just doesn't make sense.
0: Maybe they are saving the best for last. Exactly. I, I always think
3: of um, Asia O'Hara though, but uh, she
0: wasn't born
3: here though. West no,
0: she Asia was, is from Texas. But didn't she used to live here? She lived here for a not, while. My knowledge, I'm not gonna lie. No. I don't. I don't. I don't know. You may be right.
3: Well, I, I know, know. I know. When I first like really started coming around, I remember I used to see Asia. Um. Down at the 90s, like all the time. So it's like, that's why I was like, I thought she lived here, but I was like, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe well, her
0: I'm and negative. Nina, uh, yeah, because okay. Nina's a pageant girl, mm. and Asia's a pageant girl, and of course, it makes sense. The same. Okay. All right. Especially we'll pageant safe. girls of their caliber. But what do you think about this season so far?
1: It's so, so much talent. Mm-hmm. It's insane. Trying forget what's her name. She reminds me of Tiger so much. Oh yeah, the one who won the challenge. Crystal? Who won the crystal sapphire? Thing. The the vocal range. Two. The the fact that she couldn't take her. She you, with, with drag. You don't have to take yourself seriously. You don't. Yeah. And that's why I love you because you can really see someone blossom in that aspect of just like, oh wow, she's just being herself. She's just having fun. So yeah. The attraction to like everybody. The ma- majority of people mm. who are watching are like. Oh, this
0: person's just having fun mm-hmm. I do like that this season so far seems a little more bubblier than some of the other ones okay. and that the entertainers are fun on here and I can already like tell you already like my top already just by looking at them. who is your top I'll get yours okay. uh, I,
1: have to look. I
0: have to look at faces I'm just... same I'm the same thing girl I'm all old girl <laughs> um,
1: obviously Asian
0: one. Um, I... <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh yeah wind. I picked her she's <laughs> one of my top okay. yeah
1: her and then Don I love and then oh Crystal I'm sorry. I'm sorry
0: Crystal I think honestly rumor has it that you just those are the top three and Mar- by the way I think it's for the- Mirage the- she's the stripper here Lane Jane looks beautiful right here but I heard she she's under the little scandal honey mm-hmm. yeah she has I know, have you heard about her scandal um she allegedly took one of the guest hands and stuck it down another guest hand uh, pants during one of the shows, and of course, they went in on her mm. on Twitter and said that it, you know, sexual right, it kind of is. I don't know why performers feel the need to touch guests inappropriately, just be entertaining. But yeah, I think she's under a little scandal right now. Yeah, that's very inappropriate, but she's it's a pretty good looking cast, though. Yeah. Um, they got uh Miss Thing right here in the end. What's her name, Amanda? Bart- Oh, Amanda, Tor, meeting. baby, they got her together on her edit. Oh, my God. Did you God. see that Zoom on her makeup? I was like, ooh, girl, I'll be evil. <laughs> I, I can tell
1: you've been doing it
0: Girl, <laughs> they got her rat together. Girl, like that lady. lace.
1: The fact that she's on there, though, that's something that should be gratifying for herself. Like, mm-hmm. you, they, you have something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Regardless of how muddy your makeup was. Or like, oh it was muddy
0: oh she is sickening is this wind right here uh, yeah right there. oh my god she's beautiful I love this costume I watched her interview too she to me you were talking about someone who's just having fun with the experience bam this is why I think she possibly will win this mm-hmm. automatically between her and Crystal yeah those are my two choices sickening Oh my goodness! I'm looking forward. Make sure y'all watch uh, RuPaul's Drag Race. Also, Priscilla and Carino has a viewing party yes. Saloon. Mm-hmm. Check it out. I don't. I probably won't be going to it. I like sitting at home watching my television. That's
1: very fair. <laughs> Without having to communicate <laughs> with anyone. Else. Yes.
0: No, no. Unfortunately, yeah, my was, job makes me a homebody, and like you I'm a loner. So the yeah.
3: first one was packed to the gills. If we, we could.
0: Oh, it's it, a lot of fun. Yeah, but I
3: came to the drag race. me to Come to all the shows. There would be no one crying about making money. I thought, <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's so true, honey. And also, by the way, no matter what show you're on or not on, please support the other shows. Share yes. your flyers. Promote yourselves. Promote your shows. I I just don't know how a lot of the performers expect to do great when some of them don't even advertise the shows that they're in but, like, one time. Exactly. That's not how you do it, honey. It used to be required when we were coming up. Literally. Like, if you did not, you got in trouble for that. They kept up with that, honey. Mm. Um, But let's see. Right now we can go to our sponsor. Are you interested in achieving new fitness
2: goals in a fun, inclusive, and queer-owned space? Well, come visit North Strong Gym on Central Avenue in Northeast Minneapolis. This community-focused fitness space provides the most approachable and inclusive CrossFit, lifting, and mobility classes in the Twin Cities. CrossFit may seem scary or unapproachable, but North Strong has scaled workouts for truly every level of athlete. Whether you're looking to get swole or just need to stay active enough to lift your grandkids without getting hurt, Diversity and inclusivity is a key pillar of the North Strong business model, and for us, that means anyone. No matter who you are, what your fitness experience or goals are, there is a place for you here. Owned by local drag queen, Dacry Defile, find North Strong on Instagram at Strong MPLS or their website, CrossFitNordEast.com. Check it out now and get 20% off the first month or ramp training sessions for listeners of the Lemon Squeeze podcast.
0: All right. Welcome back to Lemon Squeeze. When I get to talking like this, you know that the blunt has kicked in. (laughs) (laughs) I'm thinking about food right now. That part. Uh, Julia, I want to talk to you about something. Like recently, y'all, I know we brought up Gypsy Rose like the last time Mm -hmm. that we were on this podcast. I just watched the act and I think I'm on the episode two. Mm-hmm. Man, mm-hmm. what you think about her? That was.
1: It's, it's wild to me. I think it's the 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 thought of like your mother figure
0: manipulating
1: your whole entire life,
0: mm-hmm. just
1: lies and just like this seat. And then you come out of it just like, oh, what the fuck? Nothing's wrong with you.
0: I know that's so messed up. And I was just watching this thing on YouTube today. And she said one of her favorite memories is going to prison and going outside and getting to sit at the picnic table. She said, even though it was a controlled environment and actually just being outside, she said that was the first time in her life she ever had free. Wow. Mm-hmm. Like I, that she felt free. I'm like, you have to go to prison to feel free. That's some deep shit. I I guess she was already in prison. Mm -hmm. Well, technically... Her whole life has been prison. Wow. It's just like her mother and I think they said the reason why this lady did this stuff is because she was also abused when she was young and, of course, scamming. She was making a lot of money... Off of faking... Apparently, this is a condition.
2: I forget what the actual medical term is for it, but it's a condition where it's kind of... is akin to, like... I'm not going to compare it Munchausen exactly to schizophrenia, but it's a... Yeah, it's... What's say for me? by proxy? I think, yes, that's yeah. exactly what it is. And it causes you to make up illnesses and or things, and logically, you're going to physically... So mom from. had this... Yeah, apparently her mother suffered from it and her grandmother had suffered from it as well. Oh, that's deep,
3: man. <laughs>
1: you do that onto her dog no yeah other like that's a whole other level like i understand like you being like oh my god I think i got like ringworm or like you know what i mean like, exactly tapeworm or something but it's another thing when you put it onto another
0: like, like a hypochondriac yeah. yeah not and she had like a feeding tube when she actually had a feeding tube. oh she's a beautiful young lady by the way she was shaving her hair i think you the- said that she knocked her teeth out oh. like just a lot of cr- things that just mm-hmm, already
3: real in the oh, I'm sorry, in the show, I was saying already the craziest thing for me is that she's making this obviously of age girl feel like she's still a small child and treating her mm-hmm. in such a way where she literally can never grow up oh, that's crazy
1: well, what? that's a sad because then that, like when you think about she's always going to depend on her mother. So there's like, that's I think a trap. That's a trap because she literally knew if I were to keep this child, a child, she'll only depend on me. Mm-hmm. And that form of manipulation is so beyond me because I'm just like, wow, you are. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's what she <laughs> that says. Oh,
1: like another level of something else. Like you are really like trying to just milk your daughter for these false Um, disabilities these false like
0: she's making a lot of money off of it yeah it's
1: so messed up and I'm just like girl I feel so bad for her
0: Mm -hmm. and I hope that Gypsy was able to get access to like all the money that she made off of her illnesses yeah I'm
1: gonna have to go through like at least 20 years of therapy
0: yeah I'm sure she's going to therapy yeah no very yeah That's a lot. Speaking of therapy, honey, this election that's coming up (laughs) in November is the presidential election. I mean, you probably don't follow the news. I'm not going to lie to you. As of late, I've been giving myself like droplets because it's a lot to take in. We've still been talking about Donald Trump and he's not been the president for like four years And it feels like it was one. It feels like he's never left. Like, he's sitting next to Joe Biden. But anyway, like, I was expressing to them that, like, I feel like it is really sad that the only two presidents we have to pick is Joe Biden and Donald Trump. Like, how do you feel about that? I mean, it's
1: just, like, it's really sad because, again, we're talking about how just, like, we have to pick one of the lesser evils or Mm -hmm. anything because at this point we're in such corruption we're like why like in my opinion i'm just like why even vote at this point if like none of us are gonna get what we need yeah just like our everyday needs which is sad to say out loud but that's just a t um and it, it's come to a point where just like i kind of like lost a little bit of hope in humanity and i lost hope in just like our our system that we have in america like it's just like i am to be honest with you i i cannot even think about it like you know what i mean i just can't think it
0: think. is news. hard to trigger yeah trump. and honestly like I don't I mean, <laughs> it's the <not>, it's <laughs> truth it's, it's like you know you tell us that you're trying we're trying to pick a quality candidate but like again we're still dealing with trump news we're still dealing with the fact that this man has 96 96 indictments <laughs> he's still he's he's the first president that I've heard that said it's okay to grab women by the kitty cat. He has had uh he's had rape charges which he's lost some of them by the way. His wife won't even campaign next to him. And this dude is still somehow a presidential candidate. But he got but you know the one thing they both have in common they're white. And it's like mm-hmm. if Joe Biden, if Barack Obama was anywhere near Donald Trump things would be 100% different. So he probably would have been indicted for almost everything. He probably would have been tried for treason, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I just think like if we personally want this country to move forward, we have to allow a third party to come in somehow. Because like you said, the system is so corrupt with the Democrats and the Republicans. We don't know who to believe anymore. I could speak for myself and say, yeah, I feel you. It's like, why even vote at this mm-hmm. point? And even though people are like, oh, you have to vote Democrats. But when you research all the things that the Democrats have done, you realize they've not done many things for people of color, even though a lot of things that they say they do.
1: They say they're going to do, but they don't. They don't. And they say, well, there's
0: a lot of fine lies and we don't have the votes. But then you get a Donald Trump who walked into office and he gets so much done, so much negative stuff done. Yes, he did get he did green light uh, funding for HBCUs. The first president, by the way, to do so after all the other presidents said we would do it. So it's like. And I'm just going to argue, you know, I like to argue both sides. You know, Mm -hmm. people's like, well, at least Trump does what he says he's going to do. And that's sad because Trump, to me, is just not a good presidential candidate. He definitely is the kind of president that's going to align us in a lot of wars. Mm -hmm. We're already dealing with that stuff, you know. Well, wars are profitable. Well, now they're proxy wars. Yeah, because they're very profitable for Mm -hmm. America. A lot of people don't know that we make a lot of the war machines that these people got out here, y'all. Check that we make a lot of it, mm-hmm. and a lot of the people who benefit from it are Republican politicians, some Democrats, people don't know oh, that nice. either, and it's like, what do you think we can do like in this country like if you if you had a magical wand and you can wave something into <laughs> existence, what do you think <laughs> <laughs> and you heard it first be fucking broke down, it's you're not crazy, brother. but you're not wrong
1: it's just so corrupt in so many aspects we're like what what can we do
3: just throw it all away <laughs> start over
1: Scratch and throw it away because at this point none of us there's a large majority of us that are not being served of, of what we need so like why am i going to vote for someone when i'm i'm still not going to get our needs like taken care
0: of yeah we have the we the richest country in the world we got the most homeless um we have uh our poverty levels are Astounding. We should. Um, we pay the most taxes. All of us in this mm-hmm. room and rich people. You know what? I was so effing blown away when I found out rich folks don't pay tax. I was like, "What the fuck?" Write that shit up, girl. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> you got the money to help to build a bridge or to fix a, a community, but you don't even have to give a tax. But they tax the hell out of my ass. <laughs> like with that. With I'm a job right. or without? I'm
1: telling you, just write off everything, girl. This oh, yeah? Cool. Oh Yes, so write it off.
0: Oh, boo, I'm writing off the sneeze that I did. I, if I sneezed in New York, I'm writing the medicine that I went to get <laughs> for it. <off. laughs> I'm writing it off, everything. I, Literally. I, I was sneezing in New York. Well, why were you sneezing in New York? Because I was there for a drag show. Right. Works, so I'm writing it off. Everything, honey, everything. I,
3: I said the presidency should be chosen like the Hunger Games.
0: Every state should choose.
3: A candidate. A candidate. <laughs> And they have to battle it out in an arena. And then the winner is the president of the United States. Well,
0: let's just keep it real. It will always be a... (laughs) Ain't nobody
3: got nothing to say now. But
0: no shade, it will always be a minority. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh... (laughs) Well, we struggle the most. Yes, (laughs) ma'am. (laughs) 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 Like
1: Hunger Games,
0: survive that. We would, well, we struggled enough, so we got a lot of hardships that make us built. Like, yeah, yeah, honey, we will win. Good is. evening, honey. But can you see Joe Biden and Donald Trump fighting in the Hunger Games? <laughs>
3: <laughs> Donald Trump would try. Um, he'd be like, "Come on, where my bow and arrow at?" He,
1: he, he, like outside of the water, he would rise him up
0: and he'd be dead. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> Donald Trump going to be out there with a handmade uh, custom Winchester. Right. Uh, they're going to look like
0: all He's the gonna, Pokemon. He's going to be like, Pokemon I'm going to shoot Joe Biden billions and billions and billions <laughs> of times. It's going to be beautiful. I promise you it's going to be great. Like you've Jesus never Jesus. seen before. I'm going to blow him off the face of the earth. <laughs> 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 well, I'm I'm not looking forward to Mm-mm. this is what I say. Community, we have to do better. We got yeah. so much going on. We have to like build our own protective bubbles of positivity around each other mm-hmm. because we got a lot that we don't, we don't have no control over. And even though they say, "Yeah, go and vote," yeah, I'm going to vote. Don't worry. But it is still sad that the only politicians that I have to choose from are again old white men. We really need to consider getting presidents like Barack Obama that look out like look out like ourselves. We need people. I think mm-hmm. that'll help to move the country forward because we all, as minorities, have different experiences that can help push this country forward. Yeah. Like, have yeah. empathy for
1: people. Like, mm-hmm. That's the that sort of thing. That's the thing that people
0: lack is that. That's yeah, true. empathy. Because I, I don't agree with our money getting spent for wars. I, I oh, am absolutely. one who does yeah. not like that my taxpayer money is going to fight. Annoying, yeah, yeah. Like. I, and I tell people all the time, Israel is committing gener- genocide. There's no reason why we should be funding that because it was one thing to protect yourself when you were attacked. Fine. We can,
2: Mm-hmm. That's
0: okay. okay. But it's another thing to turn in and say, hey, I'm going to wipe these people off the face of the earth. Boo, you're not just killing them. You're killing innocent people. Mm-hmm. You're destroying people's homes, hospitals, grocery stores, like resources. Like I also heard that they turned off their power and their water. Yeah, When is enough enough? And I think that's what's wrong with politics and government in this entire world. Unfortunately, they really don't listen to their constituents. They don't. And like you said, maybe it is time for it to be torn down mm-hmm. and start all back over again with people who really want to see mankind move forward. Because mm-hmm. we need to be focused on that global warming, honey. Girl. Girl. I'm telling y'all, good thing I'm in my 40s. I ain't going to be around for none of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with the way stuff is going, boo, I'm telling you. But also, I also want to talk about Ariana Grande. Is bringing out a new single? I'm so excited. We need some new Ari. Is it good? I don't know, girl. I'm hoping so. She hasn't brought out too many bad songs. No,
1: I think for the most part, I'm excited for her. But I'm just like kind of like
0: I'm bored of music. Music is boring right now. It's so Come cookie on. cutter I don't and place in it anymore yeah. <laughs> it's just let's put out a song that's gonna get me on TikTok Right. or YouTube. Mm. Yeah. it's good. I hope it's good too. <laughs> what do you think about a uh, little nonsense i wonder. you are. oh yeah i'm ready for this
1: because it's how long has it been it's been like what well, i feel like years.
0: it feels like three three yeah how long we have we been mind. doing the brunch because
2: mm-hmm. honestly i feel like we started doing it shortly after the new
0: history. we've only done like two or three of those so yeah it's not yeah i feel like so, yeah
1: it's been a while and so i'm like waiting to see what he presents
0: like, well i know people are mad honey that he is going with this like "Quote unquote religious thing." Mm-hmm. Like I've, I know y'all have seen like a few things. Oh yes, where I'm, I'm gonna tell you. Some of them were funny. Like the one where he had uh, Queen Elizabeth climbing down from the ladder. <laughs> <laughs> That was so funny. It's on, if you follow, it's on YouTube, you can see it. He, like, makes different celebrities watch his new dance for his new song, his new single, who's also coming out on Friday. But uh, one of them, he had, like, Queen Elizabeth climbing down from a tall ladder. Like, she was climbing from heaven. It was hilarious. It was hilarious. He had an, a Mariah personator. impersonator. Yeah, it was like a few other ones too. It was it was so much. It was so fun. He knows what he's doing. He, he does. does. Like, he, he is does. branding
2: himself so well. He knows what he's doing. That's why he doesn't care. He does. And like this is the thing is like his music's good. The vi- the visuals are. Uh, how many young black queer entertainers do you see reaching the masses that he's reaching right now? Yeah. Let's true. let's be honest. And I genuinely think he's getting a lot of this pushback because he is a mask.
0: Black presenting individual. That's true. I think Saucy could have reached that point until he insulted my queen's child. Yeah. Beyonce. We don't talk about Beyonce's cheering. Mm. Uh, Saucy's definitely in the chilling circuit again. I'm surprised
3: you even started talking about her.
0: I like Saucy's antenna. I just didn't like that she talked. He has some good music. I'm sorry. He has some bops. He has some bops. Yeah. Um. But Lil Nas, I think, is really pissing a lot of people off and mm-hmm. i think is that fake that he's going to school for i think it, i it's think it's a part of the fake. branding it, it is part of, I think it's, it's, part of the it's, branding. it's smart part of the branding. it's smart
3: yeah it was really smart i thought it was hilarious
0: because people are talking about it
3: they're talking a lot
2: it's also it. like we also remember he like came up in the age of trolling
0: yeah like, he's it, a social it, media he, kid you yeah know,
2: it, like we came up in the age of trolling so like he's using this to his advantage as a part of the branding and it's it's hilarious it's working
3: this, the more people get mad at him about what he's done, the worse the next thing that yes, it is yeah. that comes out. It's like, oh, I'm going to take this as long as it bothers you, I'm going to keep doing it. I love that. So it. let
1: it go. Like ignore I, think it. I will marry
2: him you one really day.
3: Oh
0: my it. goodness. No, because so I would love...
1: Like, yeah. Thing. Especially nowadays, it's so controversial to talk about religion. It's so controversial to talk about these things. So it's, it's nice to have
0: that. Yep. Even a- though under God, we've done a lot of Horrible things. A lot I'm of not going to say we, the name of God. but this, especially this country. Like, yeah. you know, from beginning of time, not even this country, Christianity has always been weaponized in some way to persecute other people. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't know, like the pagans and the Vikings were like pushed out through religion mm-hmm. because they didn't believe in it. They were like, let's get rid of them, and they created the system of religion, which has been corrupt. So, for so, I think this is kind of what Lil Nas is also bringing some light to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no shade, no shade. Corrupt it, it, and yeah, hypocritical. Corrupt and hypocritical. I'm looking forward to Ari and Little Nod. Yeah. By the way, mm-hmm. that's going to be fun. Well, Julia, it is time to do what we like to do. We like to shout out all the shows that are coming up in our community. Um, before we go, I definitely want you to talk about your show again because I'm hype about it. Hmm.
1: Oh, so, um, basically, um, Richmond routes. we're excited to have all asian representing people It's going to be at the Hewing hotel um Hewing. six p m to eleven p m and we'll hope to see you again.
0: It's a nice spot too. if you've never been, the Hewing is a good hotel, it's very comfy, we did katia. a fabulous, bunch. yeah, we did katia there, yeah, katia. oh, that picture that picture I still have that picture of us in the street. it was mixed. <laughs> <laughs> Oh wow, Max, what a that's a relic at this point. Yeah. I do hope she's okay. <laughs> also, we have uh we got uh we have shows at Lush, um, a brunch of drag, we have Mirage, Oh Hey Sis. Um we also have shows at the Gay 90s, the La Femme Show, and what's that? So you think you can drag. So you think you can drag. Um, make sure you check out Roxy's, they have shows on Fridays. Who's coming to dinner? Saturday, flamboyance, Sunday, beauties and bubbles. Uh, Tuesday is the charity bingo. Thursdays, all the drag. And then don't we have Genevieve doing uh Monday nights is karaoke? karaoke. Superstar Night karaoke karaoke. karaoke. Genevieve sister, Genevieve. I'm glad. Mm-hmm. I know she's happy with that. Um, don't forget about Flip Phone Drag Brunches. If they are not sold out, you can go on Flip Phone events to get tickets. There are also shows at saloons. They have Friday nights drag race viewing at 7. P.M. Hot Pink on Tuesdays and Saturdays. And then they have another show that's coming. There's booked
2: every last Friday of uh-huh. every month. Uh, and there's also Black Ass Friday that happens, I believe, every first Friday of every month.
0: And then there was is a WTF.
2: Oh, WTF, uh, which is run by Queen Dween, uh, Katie, and Layla. Oh, and it's wow. a uh it's a all femme film presenting uh Dance party, experience. just a dance party. Okay, yeah. Not a show. Okay. No, no drag show, but we also have stuff over at the Black Heart. So the Dick Van Dyke Show Express and many, many other shows that happen over at the Black Heart. And I really encourage folks to go over there. I've worked there a few times. It's. I've funny. had a great time every time. They treat us so well. Yeah, I can. And I love real. it over there. So make sure you go support those folks because they're over closer to St. Paul. So make sure you make
0: that trip. Let them know that it's worth it. And again, support all these shows.
1: Just to add another show, Transcendence mm-hmm. is also another show that's happening in oh, Black March, what is it,
0: 29th? Oh, they and- brought Transcendence oh, yeah. back. Because you know, that show, I think that was at Lush at yeah, one point
1: in time. Point.
0: Yeah, okay. Yeah, you should definitely keep that one online as well. Well, thank okay. you. Make sure you yeah, check all right. these shows out. Support them all. If Again, if you can't find them, they all have social media. They're all on Instagram, Facebook. Uh, check it out. And make sure you follow your favorite
2: performers Mm -hmm. so that you can check out the non-weekly shows that happen. Mm -hmm. I know Mr. Mom does some bingo shows. Jeannie Retail has a few shows at some uh, breweries around as well. So make sure you follow the entertainers as well so that you can keep up with what they're doing outside of the weekly
0: shows too. Yeah, support your community, uh, darlings. Anyway, it has been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so yes. much, Julia Starr, for being my first guest. I'm so happy. Yes, the legendary mother of the house, Star. That's great here, girl. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> really great I can't to wait to get you. some more guests yes. up in this thing, honey. I'll make sure you like, follow, and subscribe, and share and tell your people about Lemon Squeeze. As always, we appreciate you. Now it is time to go home and drink my juice, Shelby. Smooches! <laughs>